0: Okay, so we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for September 2nd, 2013, and um, the next report is entitled NASA Alert, America America Blackout and Grid Shutdown, 2013. Here's a whole other set of things that can happen in conjunction with the scenarios that we've just went over in the first two parts. And there's a pretty high likelihood this may happen. Now, here we're going to see an interview with Janet Butch Napolitano, who has recently stepped down from uh, Homeland Security. Now, this is also, they're saying that they could also connect this to this comet ICE on solar flare, which could actually produce an EMP. And this recent video that Dabu7 just put up on YouTube regarding this comment doesn't look much like a comment to me when you start to blacken the thing. Uh, and he's not the only one saying this, so it's very, very strange um, what's going on with that as well. Uh, it just seems like the government's really, really gearing up for a lot of different scenarios, and um, they are seeming to telegraph their punches, particularly when you have somebody that's pure evil, like Janet Napolitano issuing this type of warning. So without further ado, I'll let this roll.
1: Uh, Let's start with cyber. Yeah. You've said that a cyber 9-11 is not an...
0: So the lady's interviewing her, and you'll hear Napolitano talk soon.
2: If, but when. What would a cyber 9-11 look like, and how soon could it happen? It could happen uh, imminently. Uh, What would it look like? It could take many forms. But uh, let me just give one that may come to mind, which is uh, what happens when the electric grid goes down. We saw that during Sandy, and you see how that impacts everything, from the ability to uh, heat uh, homes, to the ability to pump gasoline, to the ability to have lighting at night, everything. So uh, when we look at the nation's critical infrastructure, And uh, where it is vulnerable, one of the vulnerabilities is through the cyber and the networked cyber world that we live in. Uh, So uh, we have been, you know, kind of trying to get this word out. Uh, The Secretary of Defense has, I have, the Attorney General has, the Chair of the Joint Chiefs has, saying, look, uh, we, we shouldn't wait till there is a 9 11 in the cyber world. There are things we can and should be doing right now. Uh, that, if not prevent, would mitigate the, the extent of damage that could be caused.
3: Turning now to news here in the United States Secretary of Homeland Security Janet Napolitano has announced today that she will be stepping down from her position in Washington.
1: Joining me now is F. Michael Malouf, former security policy analyst in the Office of the Secretary of Defense and author of the book A Nation Forsaken EMP, The Escalating Threat of an American Catastrophe. Michael, welcome. Thank you. Um, just to define terms, electromagnetic magnetic pulse. Yeah, it's it's a it's an, ex, an intense burst of electromagnetic uh, particles uh, that come descending on down and can absolutely destroy all of our electronics if they're unprotected.
0: Now that's a 30-year veteran of some military affairs, so this guy's you know has some pretty high credentials.
1: Isn't um, back in the 80s the the northeastern power grid shut down one day and nobody knew why and Mm -hmm. it turned out later it was a bunch of particles coming from the sun Mm -hmm. isn't that a kind of a mini example of EMP? Well we have a a mini EMP could be from a solar burst Uh, we're we're now going through one of our most intense periods uh, 11 year cycle of the sun and uh, NASA has raised all kinds of concerns about that, especially if we were to get a direct hit. They're estimating that the cost could be upwards of $2 trillion, uh, affect about 164 million people, take 4 to 10 years to recover if we get a direct hit. Wow. And that's and that's basically it comes out of us.
0: 4 to 10 years to recover? Well, again, they said that if, if the grid goes down, 90% of Americans will be dead in a year just from that alone. Uh, you've got a lot of other plagues and pestilences will follow that. There'll be no sanitation. The sewers will not be, toilets won't be working anymore. Uh, You're going to have, uh, it's going to be like a third world country in a very, very quick, short period of time. And we're not, we're not prepared to live like a third world country like we were at one time as far as, you know, no electricity, no lighting, no this or that. And so we're, Americans, for the most part, are unprepared to deal with that type of eventuality, that type of scenario. Um, <clears throat> if that's all you ever knew, okay, and you had an EMP blast, let's say like a, I don't know, I don't know, somebody in the jungle that had never had electricity or whatever, it wouldn't be a big deal at all. But for people that are dependent upon the electrical grid, it would be catastrophic
1: sunspot, and so it just it's like the the sun is blowing it out somewhere in that 360 degrees if we happen to wander through that. Exactly. If it comes from approximately the middle of the sun, it could uh, result in a direct hit on on Earth. Some of these solar flares can be two to three times larger than the Earth itself. Wow. And what would it do? It will uh, fry your electronics. You see, the United States is is a technology based society, whether it's our uh, uh, internet, our telecommunications. We have very critical infrastructures. They're all dependent upon electronics, the national grid system. But when the electricity goes out, the water goes out, the, the, the siloation systems, systems go out, everything. Um, we couldn't go without very, very long.
4: An electromagnetic pulse can be devastating uh, to, uh, to the, the, the grid. And it is uh, uh, not something that has to be or necessarily will be likely to be uh, carried out by an adversary. It can be carried out uh, by the sun. You could uh, uh, well uh, have a very substantial share of the U.S. go down from
0: the uh, EMP. Now, again, if it, it was caused by the sun, even if it wasn't, and if they could blame it on the sun, well, you can't really, the Illuminati would come out smelling like a rose, because it's like, well, hey, you know, we didn't see this one coming. Sorry, you know. So that would be a great scapegoat for the Illuminati. Is uh, an excuse not to say it couldn't happen from the sun, but if they could blame it on that, it would be ideal.
5: Source constraints caused by sequestration. Air Force Space Command officials have directed the 21st Space Wing to prepare to discontinue operations at the Air Force Space Surveillance System by October 1st. By discontinuing operations, the space surveillance system would not be maintained in operational status.
0: In recent days... Okay, so if they if they disable the space, you know, um, viewing systems or whatever in the Air Force, then if we do get hit by the EMP, we said, oh, well, we had budgetary cuts and we, we didn't know, we didn't see it coming, which would even more play into the hands of the Illuminati because, you know, if we saw it coming, if we knew it was coming toward us, The masses could do more to shield their electronics. Uh, You can go to um, hardware stores, tractor supply, and buy metal trash cans. It's probably the best way to make what we would term as some type of Faraday cage. Probably about the cheapest way. Um, And um, with the lids that seal tight on them. You know, the metal trash cans like Oscar the Grouch comes out of. Uh, Actually, Oscar and me, we corresponded about this uh, a couple weeks ago, and he was taking measures to uh, prevent an EMP blast on his trash can. Anyway, no, just kidding. Um, So, yeah, if you have these trash cans, and they seal, okay, those are very low-cost EMP shields. You also have those bags that I just told you about. They make bags that um, that are bigger as well. They make ones that are small. Uh, these tech protect bags, Faraday bags, um, e m or EMPBags.com, empbags one word com, or TechProtectBag.com. and they've got a variety of different sizes that you can choose from, and they're they're also and they're resealable, um, and um, that's a great option as well. Uh, so these are some things that, that you could think about. And, um, you know, pray about and uh, as, as the Lord leads. But, um, obviously, you can't shield your whole house. If we got hit with an EMP, it's going to fry, you know, a lot of different things in the house. But you can take some of your more precious items and um, possibly if you have the ability monetarily to have uh, a, uh, let's say you need to use a particular device, but you have the money to go out and buy Duplicate so that if you do get hit with an EMP, it'll be protected. Again, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm saying it is something that you could think about, though. So let's go further.
6: Top U.S.
1: law enforcement officials, including the FBI director, have warned that there's a potential for a much bigger and much more consequential cyber attack in the near future. It was just yesterday that Homeland Security Secretary Janet Napolitano said, our country at some point will face a major cyber event that will have serious effects on our lives, our economy, and the everyday functioning of our society. NASA okay, so
0: the Illuminati can say, because they're Luciferians, they're Kabbalists, they can say, hey listen, you were warned. We had our lamestream media come to you and, and, and our, our figureheads in the Illuminati and the Homeland Security, Jen and we had other people come out and say, listen, this is going to happen. And you didn't act, so therefore the onus is on you. Too bad, so sad. You know, uh... And again, this is how the Illuminati operates. They telegraph their punches.
3: The study and its findings are now out. We're not talking about global warming. A brand new government study on the very real uh, destructive threat of solar storms. I want to show you New York City at night. Times Square drove through here at 8 o'clock last night. Streets are empty. But the electric power grid would be wiped out by the current. Lights and computers, transportation, hospitals,
5: all would go down. The study warns it would be a disaster, far worse than anything we have seen before. DHS Secretary Janet Nanapanatano warns of serious cyber
2: attacks and unprecedented natural disaster. The outgoing Homeland Security Secretary has a warning for her successor. A massive and serious cyber attack on the US homeland is coming. And a natural disaster,
7: the likes of which the nation has never seen, is also likely on its way. Fighting tirelessly to inform the American people. So here's
0: Newt Gingrich. These are all mainstream media sources reporting on this at the highest levels. Now we got Newt Gingrich here giving his warning.
7: Of the very genuine danger of an electromagnetic pulse attack. This could be one of the most catastrophic events we've ever seen and in some ways would be even worse than a nuclear weapon in a single city because it could literally paralyze the whole country. It's a scientific fact. Virtually every physicist who's looked at it agrees it is a real danger. And we've learned recently that that danger is compounded because the sun routinely produces waves that if they hit us at the right time and the right strength can basically create the equivalent of an electromagnetic pulse attack. And it's pretty clear that that particular wave, if it hit today, with the amount of smartphones and computers and electronics in our car, etc., would be a disastrous event uh, that would cause an enormous amount of damage and put us in a very difficult situation.
0: I believe if you have a car from 1983 backwards, I mean, unless you had gotten all kind of modern electronic stuff installed on it, you would be EMP proof. Uh, that's what I've seen. You can go up on YouTube and key in EMP proof vehicles, or on the internet, and you can learn more about that. Um, which would be a really, really good idea to uh, to have a vehicle like that. Um, so, I mean, that was that was. That scenario was presented, oh, that one show with Tom Cruise. It was War of the Worlds or something. When he was, um, the aliens came down or whatever, and they they detonated some EMP. Everything was fried. No cars worked. But, and his car didn't work, but he had an old Mustang. And in that scenario, I don't know, I guess it didn't protect it, but he had a new, I don't know, new alternator installed or something like that. And he was actually, he was like the only car that was running on the road, essentially. They kind of intimated that concept in that movie. And again, they they use movies like that to telegraph their punches. So that's something to think about as well.
3: Solar flare that could have caused a catastrophic electromagnetic pulse, or EMP, barely missed Earth about two weeks ago, according to a former member of the Congressional EMP Threat Commission. Peter Vincent Fry, who served on that commission from 2001 to 2008, said that the event, called a coronal mass ejection could have inflicted damage comparable to the 1859 Carrington flare, which was so severe that it caused telegraph lines in Europe and North America to melt. We'll remind you as the date gets closer so you can stock up on snacks and beverages, but a comet is coming, a big and brilliant comet arriving in November 2013. It could potentially be 15 times brighter than the moon and visible in broad daylight over the U.S. We will be your comet network, and we'll keep you updated.
1: Comets have the ability to affect the energy output of the sun. When that happens, we then get uh, severe weather on Earth. So there's many aspects to the, the effects that these large comets can have on the solar system and on planet Earth. But the bottom line is comets are not dirty snowballs. They are a very energetic plasma interaction of an asteroidal
0: rocky body with the solar electric field. And again, this is this comet Ison that you really might want to keep an eye on here. Just saw this video today with Dabu7, and um, uh, it's uh, <laughs> rather compelling when you darken this thing and you're seeing, okay, what actually is this thing, really? And it does not look like a comet. And he's not the only one saying this. Um, what NASA released, they just darkened it, darkened it to the point where you actually saw what it actually was. And man, it looked pretty wacky. Um, so anyway, you can uh, you can find that up on YouTube. Dabu Seven. Is the one that's uh, I've seen so many videos recently. I don't even I'm trying to refine the thing, but I'm not I'm not doing that right this second. Anyway, uh, but it's Comet Ison that um, you might want to. Uh, oh, here it is, Comet Ison up close, viral video. Um, I'll go ahead and just put a link in here on the PDF. For this, uh, it's going to be at the start of Part 3, but it's going to be um, under NASA Alert. I'm doing that right now, just so you have it. And I'm going to put in here Comet ISON, so you know what to look for. So that way you don't have to go all over the internet looking for it. I can be like one-stop shopping for you. And um, or the PDF can be like one-stop shopping and I don't know check it out, see what you think but that's something else they're already starting to talk about and could play a major role in what's coming here so let's go further now they're just showing different pictures electronics play a major part in every facet of our lives imagining what can be done with technology there remains only one place we have not focused our imagination. What would we do without it? Meaning without electricity. And then it shows America or the world going dark overnight.
3: We are only one
4: act of madness away from a social cataclysm.
0: Okay, so this is Congressman Trent Frank's uh, he's the guy that invented the Frankfurter. No, just kidding. And he's the senior member of the House Armed Services Committee. This is some big summit he was speaking at. I mean, these are all bigwigs talking about this stuff. This isn't like, you know, me or whoever talking about something, giving my opinion. This is These are like bigwig dudes um, talking about this stuff here. So here's what he has to say.
4: Unlike anything our country has ever known, EMP is
0: one of a small number of threats. Okay, here's Dr. Robert Herman, Commissioner of the U.S. Congress on the EMP Commission. There's actually an Electromagnetic Pulse Commission.
4: That could hold at risk the continued existence
0: of U.S. civil society. I
4: want to think of that as a hurricane in space.
0: Here's Dr. Thomas Bogdan, Director of NOAA, Space Weather Prediction Center.
4: Yes, just one violent active region on the sun,
0: another big uh, wig, can
4: cause essentially continent wide, perhaps even planetary scale uh, impacts uh, to our uh, critical infrastructure.
2: The likelihood of a severe geomagnetic event capable of crippling our electric a grid is
0: 100%. She said it's 100% that an EMP is going to cripple our electrical grid system. 100%. And here's an advertisement for power grid down drill to be conducted by the U.S. government. That was just from August 28th of of this year. So this just happened. So they're gonna just, they're gonna have this huge uh, grid drill. I think I just saw this today. Let me just check. Yeah, I just saw this. It, there's just so much news coming out right now. It's it's about impossible to keep up with it all. But anyway, yeah, they're gearing up for this in a lot of different um, circles. I think that might be the end of the video. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted to, you know, inform you about that. And um, that's a major, major thing that's, they're saying is 100%. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of, of when. Okay, and that's what all the, you know, Illuminati mouthpieces are saying essentially. So, the next report is entitled, Take Your Money Out of the Bank. You need to take your money out of the banks. Why? Because individual and public taxpayer money is not safe in big banks. This video will show you why and how the government plans to confiscate depositor money when, not if, the next crisis hits in order to prop up the big banks. That's what they're going to do. They're going to steal your money in order to prop themselves up. Okay, The actual government documents outlining the conf- confiscation plans are also highlighted. I'm going to play this video up until about the 8.5, a half, uh, little bit past the 8.5 minute mark because I think this is something that also could impact a ton of us and we need to be educated about this. Your money's not safe in big banks. Picture
6: yourself in one of these scenarios. You go shopping, and your credit card transaction is denied, despite the fact that you know you have money in your account. Or, you go to an ATM machine, and you're informed that your withdrawal request has been denied. Or you're a public official, such as a school business administrator, county treasurer, municipal finance manager, pension fund administrator, or anyone who has responsibility for protecting public taxpayer funds, you're informed that all accounts have been frozen until further notice. As you investigate why you can't access money you know should be available, you find out that the bank has failed and has been closed until further notice by the FDIC
0: this is the banking holiday that I talked about uh, last week or the week before that that they say is going to be if you see they declare banking holiday on let's say Friday that's when you want to seriously think if you do have a bug out location to relocating uh, very quickly Uh, because most likely whenever they supposedly reopen the banks that will martial law will be declared in conjunction with that and then they're going to spring a lot of these plans into uh, motion.
6: You also discover that the government will be confiscating part of your deposits in order to stabilize the bank. You believe that this can't happen here because the... I'm pretty sure that's what they did in Cyprus as well. I C protects your money. You may have placed your money into one of the big banks because it has large vaults and is protected by the government. You may have placed public monies into a large bank, because they're collateralized, and the government will back them. Therefore, you think these funds are safe. All of these assumptions are not based on the facts. Perhaps you recall that in Cyprus, depositors' money was confiscated in order to stabilize the banks. Similar plans are already in place to do the same in the U.S. and other countries.
0: In a nutshell, the banks... So, they're they're showing a a news article uh, entitled, uh, It Can Happen Here, The Confiscation Scheme Planned for U.S. and the U.K. Depositors. So, it's already a foregone conclusion they're going to do the same thing they did in Cyprus here um, and take the depositors' money. You know, go on, take the money, and run, basically. In a nutshell...
6: The banks in Cyprus were over-leveraged to the point that their liabilities exceeded their gross domestic product. Because the global bailouts of large banks in 2008 were so politically unpopular, a global banking troika of the International Monetary Fund, European Central Bank and the European Union imposed a bail-in, in in which bank customers were to have some of their savings seized in order to stabilize the banks. The losses
0: I'm seeing here anywhere from sixty to forty percent of their of the these depositors, these people that had money in the banks. They're forty to sixty percent taken. To some clients, were as high as sixty percent. Cyprus was the test run. Well, that's where the
5: European Union kind of let the cat out of the bag, what they planned to do on a bigger scale. Amen. But depositors took a real haircut. Interestingly, though, of course, the big boys got out. In the days before, they went to, after depositors' money, you know, small time saver. 150 million billion dollars. I forget the number. Left Cyprus banks because the insiders knew what was coming, and the insiders will know what's coming when the next U.S. bank burns down. They'll get out, and they'll leave the mom and pop depositors and maybe city governments holding the bag.
6: Right. In order to protect
5: themselves, the Cyprus government
6: closed the banks 12 days. And people had limited access to their money. Long lines formed at the ATM machine. The fact is that the confiscations in
3: Cyprus were not a one-time event. The eventuality for this had already been planned in advance, and there are plans in place for confiscations of depositor accounts in New Zealand, the European Union, Canada, England, and the United States.
5: And we passed Dodd-Frank legislation, and people think, well, that's it for bailouts. No, no, that's not it. Actually, it's just going to be a bail-in. In order to maintain liquidity in failed banks, the European Union and the Federal Reserve have a policy of bailing in, which means you seize depositors' deposits. Those could be mom and pop, obviously they're $250,000. It could be a city's deposits, on deposit. It could be bondholders. That's what happened in Cyprus. That's what's happening right now with the Cooperative Bank in London, England, and that's what the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation and the Bank of England have jointly agreed to do here in the United States. The large global and Wall Street
6: banks are the ones at most risk because they've been gambling with depositor money on risky derivative bets and other speculative investment devices, which means that when, not if, these bets start going bad, the banks will be on the hook for their deficient value. According to the Bank for International Settlements, which is essentially a central bank for the world's central banks, The notional value of these derivative contracts is an astounding 700 trillion dollars. think 700,000 billion dollars. The entire world's GDP is only 70 trillion dollars. There's not enough money on the planet to cover these bets. What most people don't understand is that once you give a bank your money, the money is legally no longer yours. Under the law, depositors are considered unsecured creditors to the bank and are treated as such under any bankruptcy proceeding. This type of loss happened with the collapse of MF Global. And while MF Global was a futures trading company and not a bank, the blueprint for confiscations was delivered here. The losses of customer funds were upheld by the legal system with the Sentinel case. Another important fact is this. These speculative derivatives have super-priority status in a bankruptcy proceeding, which means that any derivative contract holder gets paid first, before shareholders,
5: creditors, and depositors like you. It can well be that local government deposits are at risk in the event of the bail-in of one of the major banks on Wall Street when they next fail. Those are unsecured deposits. Now, Wall Street likes to say they've been collateralized, but the derivatives holdings of the major banks is several times the world's gross domestic product there isn't enough money in the world to cover major losses in that market so if they start to go down first the counterparties to derivatives get covered that's the new law they get their money first you'll
0: get your money you all, you an individual so the slime bags get their money first and then there's nothing left over for you when it's all said and done. Now remember, this is all by design. They want to destroy the middle class of America, Canada, whatever countries out there that has any kind of thriving middle class, particularly America is one of the main targets they've had in their sights for a long time. If if you can't get your money out, and what you can get out once they reopen is totally devalued, that's another thing to consider. Like the Weimar Republic or whatever... Where they devalue the currency to the point where you can have a uh, wheelbarrow full of, of of paper fiat fake basically money fiat meaning they print it out of thin air nothing's backing it which is exactly what our dollar's based off uh, and they can't even buy a loaf of bread so if it's in if it's if it's in the bank if it's in paper somewhere meaning IRAs pensions whatever whatever you can do I mean I'm just telling you if it were me to get that out, uh, you you really want to get on the stick and do that as quickly as possible. Because I have no idea how much longer we've got until you won't be able to get anything out. And if, if you you know pray about it, obviously, if you need to pray and fast about it, and see where the Lord would lead you. Because I, I don't want to give you the wrong advice here, but this is coming. It's just a matter of time.
5: Impositor or are you, a city, if there's any left, what you might get instead is equity in the bank. So instead of having $400 million to meet your city's payroll, you may have $200 million and $200 million in new stock in the bank in which you've just become a shareholder. But try meeting a payroll in stock in a failed bank.
4: If you think that the FDIC will still come riding to the rescue, consider these facts. This chart will look at three figures. The FDIC insurance fund balance, the total deposits in U.S. banks, and the total derivatives exposure of the big banks. The FDIC has approximately $25 billion in its fund to cover losses. The total deposits in U.S. banks totals $9,283 billion. Oh, my. The U.S. Bank's derivatives total is $297,514 billion. The FDIC could only cover 0.25% of
0: all deposits. Huh. Did you hear that? And they show this chart. You've almost got to see the chart to believe, to get a visual of this. Okay. The FDIC, let's just backtrack a hair here, can only cover 25 billion in total deposits in America. The FDIC deposit insurance fund, whereas so they've only got 25 billion to cover the depositors and the uh, U.S. financial derivatives. Okay, now remember the derivative guys get paid first, <laughs> so. Um, Okay, so they got twenty-five billion. Well, how many how many billion are there in deposits? Nine nine thousand two hundred and eighty-three billion in deposits. They only got twenty-five billion. Uh I don't think that's gonna cover nine thousand two hundred and eighty-three billion in deposits. And not only that we're not even talking about the derivatives which are 297 and 514 billion in derivatives which will be paid first so now if everything was equal then what would that mean that the fdi can only cover 0.25% 0.25 not 25% of the deposits 0. 0.25 of 1% of the deposits, and only 0.008% of derivatives. You think you're going to see any of your money when the derivative dudes get paid first anyway? Or if you do, you're going to get a tiny fraction, tiny, that will probably be devalued to the point of being next to worthless. I could be wrong about that part, but 0.25%? Uh, that's why I felt like when I saw this, I really needed to play this this video. I've mentioned this before, but this video really drives things home.
4: Percent of all deposits, and the FDIC could only cover 0.08 percent
0: of the derivatives. C- could you imagine that if you had, let's say, a hundred thousand in the bank? Okay. Okay, so I just did the math on this. Okay. I I just I had to do this just to make sure I was doing this accurately, and so if you had a hundred grand in the bank, okay, and all the stuff rigmarole happens, okay, and then we open up for business, okay, come in, yeah, you've you've taken a little, as they term it, haircut. You've gotten basically you go in there. It's more than a haircut. You 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 you're like Rapunzel. From that from that from that fairy tale or whatever, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your golden hair so the uh, prince can climb up it or whatever, okay, so you're Rapunzel, and this would be the equivalent of shaving Rapunzel bald, okay, essentially, uh, may- maybe maybe like a uh, a one a number one clipper at a barbershop, shop, I'd say this is the type of haircut Rapunzel's going to take. you got a hundred thousand bucks Friday night in the bank. You go there, let's say for argument's sake, best case scenario, it opens Tuesday or whatever. Yeah, oh boy, you know, I I, I know I'm going to, okay, we can only cover, sorry sir, we can only cover 0.25% of deposits. Now that's, that's if they don't cover the derivatives first, which they say the derivatives get preeminence. Your $100,000 has just magically, like Lucky Charms, been converted into 250 big ones. You got 250 bucks in the bank. I had a hundred thousand Friday night. yeah, well guess what you needed that we needed your help. We needed you to be our creditor and guess what you're, you're gonna be a little short. yeah you only got 250 bucks now but hey, come on I mean it could be worse. it could be 150, right? So I guess there is a bright side to look at so I, literally this is what we're dealing with here, okay I mean this is total insanity.
3: Looking at the FDIC, Bank of England, joint paper summary, the text clearly says that in the U.S. they will use the powers granted under the Dodd-Frank Wall Street Reform Act and losses will be assigned to shareholders and unsecured creditors. Remember that as a depositor in a bank, under the law, you are an unsecured creditor. Moving further on down in this document, The text clearly says that the strategy for a failed, global, systemically important financial institution will be to assign losses to shareholders and unsecured creditors. Going further down the same document, you will see that the text clearly says that a resolution strategy for a failed, globally, systemically important financial institution will be to assign the losses to shareholders and unsecured creditors. Remember that you are now looking at an official government document and the plans for confiscation.
6: If you're a public official with fiduciary responsibility to protect public monies, this news is critically important with far-reaching implications about what your responsibility demands. If you can't deposit public monies into the large Wall Street banks without being at proven risk of losing access to it to confiscation under existing law, what options are there? Well, one
0: option would be to... Okay, so they get into other options here. I don't want to belabor the point too much. Um, But, yeah, uh, that's pretty heavy duty. But, I mean, who wouldn't like to take that kind of loss? I mean, come on. I think we all would. I mean, you know, to have literally... 0.25, 25% 0.25, 25% of 1%, you know? I mean, who wouldn't like that? And so, anyway, I'm being sarcastic here, but this is literally what they can legally do to you, okay? You might not even see the $250 on 100000 Now, if you had just uh, the amount in there, maybe you're just trying to cover bills or... Let's say you had 500, you're not, obviously that loss is going to be, you know, much, much, much incredibly less. So it's just wise right now to keep a bare minimum in banks and to try to, like, let's say you want to try to, uh, pay minimum bills or use money orders to, uh, to pay bills. It's wiser, particularly in this in the days and times. Plus, there's also a way less of a paper trail. And these types of things, which is also another thing for privacy, and obviously, the according to the NSA privacy, them taking that away from you is a huge uh, part of their agenda. So, now, going further here, we've got, <clears throat> it's entitled, Off the Cuff, Trouble Brewing Everywhere. September is going to be one uh, H-E-L-L of a month, and we've got several different links here going to different investor business type things, and it says, this comes on top of a whole bunch of other developments coming out of Washington. Uh, The government is due for a shutdown unless Congress can pass a new continuing resolution or a budget. Uh, 2. Federal Reserve is expected to taper the pace of bond purchases or slow down quantitative easing. Printing money out of thin air. 3. There's the August jobs report. 4. The debt ceiling debate will hit the debt ceiling in mid-October. 5. Sometime in the next few weeks Obama will name the next Fed chief. Oh, and September is historically the worst month for stock markets. So yes, it's a huge month coming up, and that's not even considering the stuff we just covered. Well, actually, they're going to get into that a little bit in the next part, but it's, for the most part, not considering the stuff we just covered in the first two parts of the teaching, which would greatly further, unimaginably complicate those points I just read. Now, there are other potential risks. Syria, we covered that one, the debt ceiling, Fed tapering, Fed nomination, add them up together, and investor John Huseman says it's a chilling how vulnerable investors are right now. Anything in paper, you can just, you might as well, you just be prepared to kiss it goodbye. Anything you have in paper, okay, you can just be prepared to kiss it goodbye if you don't get it out of there very, very soon. So, uh, listen, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth, Galatians 4.16, You know, do I love you enough to tell you the truth? You know, can you be destroyed for lack of knowledge? Sure. You know, are we to be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us? No, we're not. Okay, so again, Satan would love to blindside people with the type of information I get into on a week-in, week-out basis here. And it's not popular. Um, I'm not going to win any popularity awards for putting this stuff out, but... Um, I I really see what we're dealing with here, these scenarios, it's just a matter of time before this happens. So this guy, this John Husman, just tweeted, despite short-term possibilities and uncertainties, it's chilling how vulnerable investors have uh, left themselves, and he must be some big guru there. Okay, so switching gears again, uh, got this email from a listener, and then I I looked into it even more, and it's entitled, Democratic Woman, uh, Publicly Prays to God for More Abortions. And it's, she said, Dear Dr. Johnson, I was wondering if you had seen the article and video. At the end of this, the woman is extremely disgusting and revolting public prayer. She makes it clear she's actually not praying to the Christian God, but to a pagan goddess. Although, you would never really know that while it's being done. Because she's praying like to our Lord or whatever. He, anyway, I believe the fact that this incident could occur without any backlash truly reflect, reflects the state of the nation. Uh, and Iowa Democrat prays, "Dear God, thank you for abortions." An Iowa liberal activist and union official on Wednesday led a prayer for increased funding for abortions. This was like like it almost looked like some type of uh, I don't know. This wasn't in like some back room somewhere. This was like out in the open in some pavilion type area where she was at a podium with a microphone, praying. Okay, um, she called for greater access to abortions, for doctors to perform abortions, uh, and for what she called the blessing of choice—the blessing of choice to kill and annihilate and slaughter your baby in your own womb. Yes, what a what an incredible satanic blessing that is. You know, there's a video of Slater's prayer taken by the liberal activist group Progress Iowa. And here's what the transcript said uh, that she read. You can go listen to it. I'm just going to basically recite it. Uh, Thanks, Matt. And then she says, Eyes open, eyes closed, heads up, heads bowed, whatever your choice. Okay, sorry. I had to put it on pause there for a sec. We had a little lightning break here. Um, Sounded like a like the Battle of Lexington Concord going on outside here. So it was like rapid fire lightning, and uh, we went out there. And then I had to do battle with some of the uh, spiders out there, Uh, these big corn-fed spiders we got here in North Carolina. One was so big, I remarked to Taylor, that I said, if you look real close, you can see five numbers on its side. It was like 28612. I said, this thing's so big, it's got its own zip code. Anyway, sorry, little little spider, spiderific humor there. So anyway, this is the prayer that um, she uh, this thing said regarding asking for more abortions. She said, "Thanks, Matt. Eyes open, eyes closed, heads up, heads bowed. Whatever your choice. Let us pull together now with some spiritual thought." Okay so we have this spiritual bastion of truth going to lead us now in this wonderful prayer to Satan essentially says so we're here today representing many religious faiths many beliefs many ideas about life yeah broad is the way which leadeth to destruction and many that be there go thereat narrow is the way which leadeth to life eternal and few there be that find it. so we already know that this lady's operating in a satanic vein here um and she says uh many ideas about life to share a common concern o oh lord okay her lord satan okay you know you who knows no gender where does it say that in the bible anywhere that god doesn't know gender okay he created gender okay male and female created he them okay yeah anyway you who knows no gender no race no class are the creator of all that is good. You danced at the first light out of darkness, and continue yet today to teach us the steps, justice, mercy, and humility. You are truly the Lord of the dance. Now, the Lord of the dance, like Kali, when Kali celebrates uh, uh, annihilating her victims, the god of death in the Hindu religion, the lord of the dance. Or maybe it's that river dance. They had the lord of the dance thing too there. Anyway, um, so I don't know who, what lord she's referring to, but it's definitely not the god of the Bible. But notice how she she mixed in things like, uh, you continue yet today to teach us steps, justice, mercy, and humility, which would be biblical tenets. And this is what you'll see a lot with these types of devils that give these group prayers in these public venues, like that that abomination that I saw in Asheville recently. Uh, with that preacher. And he was saying all, and quoting all these Bible verses and totally twisting them to literally appease lesbians and in gays and in pro-abortion, uh, pro-death, the pro-death crowd there. And so, we see a lot of that here. Uh, she goes on to say, we pray today because we see that all is not good. There are some who would shun Justice. Despise mercy and lay aside humility for the political sake of for the sake of political influence, and in doing so perpetuate an ongoing blockade of woman's rights to safe reproductive health. This woman is nothing more than a fork-tongued devil from the pit of stinking hell. Okay? That's what she is. And in what she is in God's eyes. She has the audacity to say, there are some who would shun justice. Oh, okay, like killing your innocent unborn baby, that's justice. It's really justice for the baby, you know? Um Despise mercy? You mean like having mercy on your own baby that you're going to eradicate and annihilate from your own womb? Yeah, that is despising mercy. I mean, it's, it's so ironic that the very things she's saying are the very... Un, most unbelievable things that she herself is guilty of. And then she says, and lay aside humility. <sighs> For the sake of political influence. Political influence. Why? Because I want somebody to not have the right to kill their baby has nothing to do with politics. It's a matter of murder or not murdering. Okay? And, and then it says, in doing so, perpetuate an ongoing blockade of women's rights, to safe, it's not really safe, how does that turn out for the baby? The baby, the unborn baby. I don't think it's too safe for the unborn baby. Reproductive health care, reproductive death care is what she's in reference to. The right to kill your own baby. We want to share our concern with you. She's talking to the Lord, her Lord, Satan. And ask your guidance to keep and protect the goodness that we are capable of. I guess abortions are are a sign of our evolution and our goodness, evidently, in her sick, twisted, warped, perverted, deluded, deranged, disgusting, darkened mind. Lord, we gather today to address that violation of justice. Violation. So, pro life is a violation of justice. I mean, one of them that call good evil and evil good. If this lady's not doing that, I don't know who is. Um, and um, we ask your guidance to keep and protect the goodness that we are capable of. Lord, we gather today to address that violation of justice and to offer prayers for those who have been caught in this political posturing. Prayers to Satan, because I know one thing, God, the Lord Jesus Christ, Father God, is not going to hear your prayers. It would be nothing more than an absolute stench in God's nostrils. That's it. That's all It's that's all it would be. So, uh, this witch goes on to pray, and she probably is a witch, I mean, anybody that is this rabidly pro-evil and would dare pray something so blasphemous as this uh they're they're, i mean i would say she's absolutely totally demon possessed i mean how could this not be an evil spirit speaking through her as a direct mouthpiece we pray for women for whom pregnancy is not good news that they know that they have choices Choices to kill your baby. Why don't you just come out and really say what you mean? Choices. Cho- to elaborate on that further. Choices to basically chop up your baby in your own womb, and then the doctor will deliver it, and then whisk it away so that you don't have to get your hands dirty. This is what we're talking about here. I'm just, I'm just being honest. Okay, we pray for compassionate religious voices to speak out for the dignity of, and autonomy of the. What about the dignity of the baby? What about the baby's right to live? Okay, no, that that that's 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 not compassionate. We need compassionate religious voices. Oh no, you mean gelded, lukewarm, um, basically pro molic pro child sacrifice, pathetic people that would call themselves clergy who will all burn in the lake of fire forever and ever and ever because they advocate such positions, because I don't believe a saved person would do such a thing. Anybody in their right mind would know, that, and anybody that would halfway know the Bible whatsoever would know this is an abomination. Um, so then she goes on to say, we pray for our daughters and granddaughters, that they will always know the power of making their own good Decisions, yeah, good decisions. Killing your own baby, we give thanks, O oh Lord, for the doctors, both current and future, like Herman that Gosnell guy, that the little house of whores, and all of these other demon possessed doctors that I've reported on in the past. These butchers, I mean, I, there's probably not a whole lot of people on the planet that God would despise more than these abortion doctors. Talk about blood money. Talk about blood on your hands. Talk about the blood of the innocents defiling the land like the Bible says. Literally defiling and bringing a curse on the land, allowing more evil to come into the land, allowing more witchcraft to be perpetuated on the land, allowing devils and demons a literal right to occupy the land and to possess people essentially. That's what's happening when you get, when you have an abortion clinic. Okay, from a biblical standpoint, that's exactly what's going on. So, um, so she gives thanks, though, for the doctors, both current and future, who provide quality abortion care. Abortion care. Oh, that's, that's really an oxymoron. Because you're not caring too much for your baby. And listen, if, if, if people, I don't mean to come down on like my listeners that have had an abortion. Okay, obviously, if you're listening to me, I would probably say you've repented of that. God can forgive you for those sins. Okay, I'm not condemning you. I'm just saying these people that are openly advocating this and proud of this to the point where they would literally make prayers to essentially Satan in public is what I'm in reference to. I'm not meaning to condemn any of my listeners. So then, um, so both current and future doctors who provide quality abortion care and pray that they may be kept safe. So that they can kill more babies. That's why they need to be kept safe. Now the babies they're they're going to encounter are going to be anything but safe. They are their next murder victim. These guys are serial killers. Think about it. What is a serial killer? Somebody that kills over and over and over again unrepentantly with no conscience about it. Well isn't that what an abortion doctor does? All day long to the most innocent in our society? I would... I can't think of anybody more that would fit that bill. They don't have anything on like the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, or the Zodiac Killer, or Ted Bundy. These guys kill a lot of times thousands and thousands of unborn babies for the money. I mean, they're far worse than, than any serial killer I know of that you would see on TV. It's far worse. So anyway, um, We pray for the 45 million American women who have had safe, legal abortions. May they stand tall and refuse shame. They won't be standing tall in hell if they don't repent of this wickedness and get saved. Because I believe if you get saved, this is going to be something you would repent of, obviously. Okay? Stand tall and refuse shame. this is just like Satan, the mouth, it's like Satan's taking over her vocal cords, and if Satan could say a prayer about abortions, this is what we're seeing here, this is literally what we're getting from this disgusting witch saying this, talk about no fear of God, oh she'll have fear of God the moment she plunges into hell, Going further, we pray for elected officials that they may always support a woman's right to make her own medical decisions. Today, we pray for better access to all forms of birth control because, hey, that kills babies too. Birth control, conception, contraception, morning after pill, pill patch, whatever, they all, and the pill can act as an abortifactant. It's a proven fact. It's one of the ways that it prevents... It doesn't prevent so much conception as it does prevents the um, successful implantation of the fertilized egg, which is a baby in God's eyes. Uh, the, the word of God says, Before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations to Jeremiah. Before he formed Jeremiah in the womb. You know, it talks about us being fearfully and wonderfully made, these types of things. So God knows us before we're even conceived. So if he knows us then, then when at conception, that's when life begins. Proven biblical fact. So, um, these other forms of birth control can act as, as abortifactants, meaning you're aborting your baby, you just don't know it. Okay, so, um, we pray for uh, better access to all forms. You can key in contraception in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. And I've done teachings on that. Or biblical sexual prohibitions, I get into that. Another aspect of things there, you can key in that as well. So, uh, going further, we pray that women know the power of our own stories. Oh, what, my own abortion story? So I can stand tall and proclaim it without shame that I killed my own baby, and how, what, how empowering that must feel? What kind of sick, deluded, evil are we dealing with here? Who would say such things? Um, may we find our voices and tell our truths. We pray for the men in our lives, that they may offer their loving kindness and support for women's difficult decisions. We pray for increased financial support for low-income women. Why? Because they want to kill them the most. It's a proven fact that this is about 51% of all um. The black races that conceive right now, their babies are being aborted. 51% of their race is killed before they're ever born. Oh, you can't say that. You're a racist. Uh I'm telling you that because I love them enough to tell them the truth. I'm not being prejudicial. I'm just giving you statistical facts. That is a fact. Okay? The, the, the people that go up there that advocate uh, like, uh, black advocates that advocate and try to expose this, they're the ones citing those statistics. And I'm on their side. You know what I mean? About about exposing this and stopping this. 51%. You would think that would be the main thing that Al Sharpton and these other people, these reverends or whatever would be keen on. No, they don't care about any of that. They don't care about their own race. All they care about is their own stinking agenda. <laughs> okay, so, No. No, I would, you would think that would be front-page news. Now, granted, it's a, it's a high percentage in other ways, but unfortunately, with the blacks, it's 51%. Um, it's like 30% in the whites, and I forget what it is in Hispanics. But it's, it's huge. These are, these, are, these are gigantically huge numbers we're dealing with here. Millions and millions and millions of, 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 of murdered souls, okay? I, I can't even imagine the judgment um, that America is bringing on itself. So, um, going further, so they're pray- they're praying for increased financial support for low income women. Why why would they sh- why would she just say low income? Because that's one of the main groups the Illuminati wants to eradicate and annihilate. Low income because they would view the black races in particular as. Um, like Hitler would, like Hitler would view the Jews, and Hitler viewed the black races as that, is like one step above the apes on the evolutionary chart. That's how he viewed the Jews, okay? Mm-hmm. Through Darwinism, which is another reason why we have this mindset, hey, if we, we evolved out of, from a rock, essentially, out of the primordial slime, then what real value do we have, you know? It's it just all some big, big little accident that happened by chance, so, and just some are more involved than others, and the ones that aren't as involved, they need to go. And the black races would be one of the main targets, and this is why they're, they're talking about this. Or the Hispanic races, or any low-income class, who they would view as, well, you get what you deserve. Essentially, the Illuminati would. So, she's praying for, for financial support for the low-income women to access contraception, abortion, and child care. Um, we pray for all pregnant women. That they may be surrounded by loving voices. I guess she had to throw that in. It's like a token sentence. Pray today. We pray for women in developing nations that they may know the power of self determination. Self determination to kill their own baby is what she, I'm tris translating for you. May may they have access to employment, education, birth control, and abortion. Always, oh, isn't that special? Isn't that wonderful? The sentiment here and the just the, can you just feel the love emanating from from this uh, prayer. She goes on to say, we give thanks for strong women in our lives who have given us examples of good decision making. Uh, Evidently, that means eradicating your own baby. Uh, We pray for an end to hateful language that diminishes the dignity of women. Oh my, no, all that really matters is the dignity of women. We don't want to worry about the baby that just got slaughtered, though. We pray for women who have been made afraid of their own power by their paternalistic religion. Oh Wow! Now, we're kind of seeing the mask come off, aren't we? You devil from the pit of hell. Oh, a paternalistic religion. Oh, you mean like Father God and Jesus Christ, his son? Yes, those wicked, evil, paternalistic religions. We want to unleash the goddess from within. Ishtar, Aphrodite, whoever, whatever goddess, Lilith, whatever goddess that you're into, hey... Isis, come on. So she gives herself away when she says this whole thing who have been made afraid of their own power by their own paternalistic religion. May they learn to reject fear and live bravely. May they in other words, she say may they learn to reject the will the word of God, Father God and Jesus Christ and live bravely in defiance of the God of the Bible is what she's saying. We give thanks for the intelligence, talent, wit, and wisdom of all women and girls in our lives. Today we pray for all, that all women will know that they are created in the image of God, good and holy, moral and wise. Do you believe this witch? I <laughs> mean, it's like, it's the most paradoxical, evil, twisted thing I think I've ever read on air. I couldn't let her read this and not be able to comment. I, because I really want to give you the the you know I want to give you the read between the lines. What is she really saying here? She has the abomin the the audacity to say these things. We pray for women to throw away their secrets and claim their her stories, whatever that is, with power and with truth. In other words. Be emboldened by your abortion. Embrace it. Love it. Live it. Like it. Proclaim it from the highest mountaintops that I killed my baby and I am proud of it. And I'll do it again and again and again. And hey, I hope all you do it again and again and again too because, you know, misery loves company and, you know, it's like the gays, you know. They were trying, always trying to recruit and because it makes them feel better about themselves. You know, let's get everybody doing it. So, the devil loves this stuff all day long, you know? So, um, we pray for an end of discrimination against women. Oh, discrimination against them getting their abortions. What's this world coming to? We pray for an end of the stigma perpetuated against women who have abortions. Today, we pray for girls everywhere that they may have the opportunity for education, sport, health, art, and vocation. Oh, I love how she throws these little niblets of things into this prayer, like... I, evidently thinking that this validates the whole prayer or, or something. Uh, today, we pray for families we've chosen. May they know the blessing of choice. Choice to kill your baby. Today, we pray for women to claim their equality and demand their rights as a citizen. My right to kill my baby. Uh, as the so, as sojourner truth, a slave, a mother, a preacher. Oh, she's a preacher. I, I, really, I wish she was wearing like a priest collar. She's not in the video, and I think that would be a nice touch. Maybe also a flowing robe. And one of those things that go around the satin things, the sashes that go around the neck. Maybe like a Pope's miter. I think that would have been a nice touch. Person, like a Dagon hat. I, I you know, vicar in, in the inside, instead of saying vicar of Christ, he's a vicar of Satan on the inside. I, I mean, substitute Satan on earth. I think she'd fill that bill. Um, so she's a sojourner of truth, a slave. Okay, I don't understand what a slave to Satan. Uh, a mother, a preacher. What a good mother. What a good mother she must have been raising her daughter or her her child. Wow. I wonder how many how many babies she killed in her womb, how many notches she has on her satanic belt that she can proudly proclaim from the mountaintops. She's an activist with pride and determination proclaimed over one hundred and ten years. She says Ain't I a woman? Quote. She knew the answer. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Today we pray for a continuous love. Love to overflow from our spirits. That love that can... A a mother's love that's so so big, so bold, that it has no problem annihilating and slaughtering their baby in the womb. Now that's real love. You know? That is the absolute definition of love if I've ever heard of love. You know? So... We pray for continuous love to overflow from our spirits, and we give thanks and celebrate the abortion, that abortion is still safe. Not too safe for the baby, not too safe for the mother, and legal. Now, again, you can hear this you can hear this abomination of a prayer. I give you the link if you want to hear it, if you don't believe what I'm saying, because it really did happen. Um, and then finally, oh Lord, we pray that we practice what we preach. Why don't you just pray to Mother Gaia? I mean, I think that would have been much better. Finally, Lord, we pray that we practice what we preach. Because that, you know, that's important. Uh, That we never forget uh, the passion and commitment we feel today. The passion and commitment to kill our babies and help other women. That passion and commitment to kill their babies as well. Because they need to have that right too. Inspired by our understanding of your message. Quote, this is their Lord's message. Which is, quote, dance, dance, wherever you may be. For I am the lord of the dance, she said, and lead you all wherever you may be and lead you all in the dance, she said. Oh, isn't that special? What a stinking hallmark moment we have on our hands here, you know? I mean, of of all the blood she has dripping off her hands you know, if you could get beyond that, you know, it really is a special moment. You know, I mean, a real tearjerker. She probably had people in the audience just crying. These deluded devils that would that would go in for this, and the, the people in the background while she's praying this prayer, it says, and then she says, "Let us continue that dance for justice, justice." Yeah, it's real. That's super, super justice for the babies that are being eradicated by the millions. What about their justice? They have no justice. They don't count at all. Sick devils. I have never heard more of a sick piece of garbage ever spewed forth in my life. I want to just click on this video real quick. Quick here because there's people in the background. Midge Slater gives opening invocation. Yeah, it's an invocation to Satan, is what it is. Progress Iowa is this abomination of an organization that I would advise you to pray against, and this Midge Slater and all her devil ilk minions that would dare utter these blasphemous things before God Almighty, which is what they're really doing. You sick witch. Anyway, there's these abominations of people standing behind her. And they're all holding up these signs, Iowa women deserve better. Oh, I guess they're not getting enough abortions for their appetites. I guess their satanic coven that they're a part of says, no, 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 we need to increase the abortions. We have to have more blood in the land. We have to have more satanic activity, which is what these abortion centers are. Iowa women deserve better. And they've got these gelded men beside, behind them holding up these signs real sheepishly. They make me want to stink and vomit. Oh, uh, this is... Mm. Anyway, that was that part. I could not not report on that. And um, sorry, I kind of got a little animated there, but um, hopefully you'll forgive me. Uh, anyway, I'm going to have to end part three here, and we are going to go to part four and uh, switch gears again. So God bless you, and we'll see you in part four.